1: Wayfair is ready to make your holiday season even more joyful. Shop all things
2: home for you and everyone on your gift list with an incredible selection of furniture, decor, and more. All with an amazing value that'll make this holiday season the best one yet. And right now, Wayfair is turning up the savings even more with huge deals and sales, plus thousands of items shipped fast and free. Head to Wayfair.com or download the Wayfair app in the App Store to shop the latest limited deals so you can deck it all.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every touchdown, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a 99-yard pass to score a touchdown or a fumble in the first minute of the game. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
2: The doctor will see you now. But do they really? Do they see you as a mother who is a daughter and a caregiver? A health nut with a french fry habit? An O-positive geologist named Patty, who's here today for a melanoma exam. At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mid-Atlantic States Incorporated, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852
0: the McNugget Buddies are back. But this time, they got a fresh look as part of the new Curwin Frost box at McDonald's. We're talking all new buddies, dressed head to toe in the freshest fits, all designed by the artist Curwin Frost. So when you order the Curwin Frost box with your choice of 10-piece McNuggets or a Big Mac, you'll get one of the flyest McNugget Buddies to go with it. Think you can collect them all?
2: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
0: I'm loving it. At participating McDonald's for
2: a limited time while supplies last. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Price Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit slash play 100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at slash play 100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Price Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Hey Reese,
0: bips. Put the game on man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Ladies and gents, welcome back to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I'm on half of your host, Maurice Williams. Uh, yes, I am part of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. Don't buy the shirt, Bib said. I'm uh, promoting the opposition. <laughs> Shout out to the homies. But Like I said, I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Michael Bibbins, a.k.a. Bibbs. You can find him at Bibbs Corner on Twitter, a.k.a. uh, Moneybag Bibbs, soon to be uh, making that bread off of tweets that, uh, soon to be making bread off of tweets. I'm sorry, soon to be making bread off of dropping problematic mass tweets on the timeline and running away. do you. Think about that the next time he tweets some shit that gets y'all upset. Y'all lying in his pockets. (laughs) Motherfucker's gonna become a Mavs supervillain. Trust me.
1: They did not approve me for nothing, so there's no dollars being consumed at this point.
0: At this point.
1: But when they do, (laughs) we KG versus Dirk every day. (laughs) All day, every day.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. KG versus Dirk. Christian Wood tweets, the White Pile tweets.
1: There's so many, so many easy ways. There's so many
0: options to get get the people riled up.
1: Josh Green conversation. Let's do it. Everything.
0: Luca Weight Watcher tweets. Like, come on, man.
1: Is Luca fat again?
0: Not all money is good. Never mind. All money is good money. Um,
1: (laughs) As long as you don't end up in prison with it.
0: Yeah, facts. Uh, It ain't bad money if you don't get caught. Um... I hope it's no kids watching, listening to this.
1: (laughs) I mean, my dad told me uh, two rules growing up. Say you do whatever you want out there. Just don't come home with no baby. And don't come home with the cops. And we good. That's it. So kids, wrap it up. And if you go ahead and lick, make sure the people you with is trustworthy. That's all I got. I was stay in school all that This shit, too. It's <laughs> a public service announcement for the youth. Don't
0: come home with the cops. It's crazy, because, like, who's to say they bringing your ass home? They may just give you a phone call.
1: said there better not be no cop coming to his door. <clears throat> better not be no upset baby mom. That's it. And I was, like, nine, so...
0: What the fuck? <laughs>
1: That was a special man. I, it is a, I mean, he he's changed now, so I can say was. So say,
0: you say was like
1: <laughs> he's he saved now, so it's it's weird. It don't make it's kind of he 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 just did a wedding the other day. It's really really confusing for me because uh, he was a very toxic toxic man. I'm the type
0: of person to remind him of his past all the time. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I can't. I'm still struggling to take it seriously. But so. okay,
0: that's even worse.
1: I'm, uh, I'm doing my best. He he seems genuine. I just I just still remember the heathenistic days. So.
0: The the what days? He
1: he, he was a heathen, man.
0: No, 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 no. no Did you say verbatim? (laughs) You just say heathenistic? That's what I said, yes. Is that a fucking word? I'm looking at shit. He pulled up the Google with it. (laughs) you Heathen. Spell that. Mystic. It ain't coming up, bro.
1: Heathenism. A belief or practice of heathens, idolatry, barbaric morals or behavior or barbarism.
0: I see that. Okay. Whatever. Anyway. Uh shout out to my pops,
1: uh, 30-year military veteran.
0: Uh oh yeah, he was he was really wild in him.
1: Multiple tours, <laughs> multiple tours of duty. <laughs> national hero, national hero.
3: Um <laughs> World travel, <laughs>
1: Iron Man, all that.
3: Yeah. In more ways than one. Uh,
1: Papa was Rolling Stones. Was, I was about <laughs> <laughs> Wherever he laid his hat was his home.
0: Oh, man.
1: Um Shout out to the olds that got that.
0: My dad ain't getting no bitches. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell this quick story about my pops I'll let y'all know my Twitter You can find me on Twitter At MR25 I'm almost at 800 Which means I'm almost at 1000 Which means get me there Because I started over Please help a struggling Twitter brother out But the story about my pops So it was like
3: 2020 My ex had No was she my ex at the time?
1: I don't know where this is going but i don't think i like it
0: this was 2019 i think she wasn't my girlfriend yet but we have been talking for a long time i think and i had to stop i don't remember it, it was it was either
1: those because, years kind of blend together so i get it yeah
0: they kind of because the whole situation was like not a good situation So I don't remember if we were together or weren't together because there there was a moment for months where we were just mingling, not in a relationship. Then we were for a little bit. Then we weren't for reasons. And then she moved away. When she came back, she would see me sometime. I don't know. I I I don't know. But I had to stop at my grandmother's and my father's house, which is one house. Um. And I was, she was in the car and I was talking to him about something. He was like, man, when you going to get a uh, girlfriend? And at the time I didn't want a relationship. I was like, I don't need no girlfriend. I just got friends. I'm good. And he was like, yeah, you sound like me. That's how I was. And in my head, I was like, I ain't never seen you with no bitches. Like, I'm sorry. Hold up. That's not even the right. I ain't never seen you with no women. Like can you
1: can't, said it already? You
0: can't I, I know, but I could still retract it and realize I was wrong for saying it. Like, you trying to stump my growth?
1: Growth, okay, got it. Yeah, come on,
0: man. <clears throat> uh, that's toxic masculinity. Um
1: <laughs> <laughs> I grew up with it, I understand.
0: Wow, it's crazy. That's an excuse. Break the chains. Um, I'm
1: doing my best, I promise.
0: Um, yeah, I, I remember I was like, I ain't never. And the one I did see you with was ball head. So like <laughs>
1: It was like
0: and I don't mean Amber Rose ball head. I mean like her hand a ponytail, she losing brain cells punk ball head. Um Love my pop, so shout out to him, even though he thinks that LeBron is the GOAT, which is crazy. Um I'm
1: trying to think. I feel like I had that conversation with my dad not
0: like, Actually, now that I think about it,
1: I should use a strong position on it.
0: Actually, now that I think about it. <clears throat> I said it on the Mavs part last year when, uh, before the playoffs started, before the series started between the Suns and Mavs, it was my great-grandmother's uh, 97th uh, birthday, yeah. dinner, and we were all together at a dinner, and it was me, my father, a couple of my cousins, we were sitting at a table, uh, the Warriors was playing the Grizzlies, I think. Warriors played the Grizzlies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Warriors played the Grizzlies last year in the playoffs. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, like, you know, they said, who you think winning between Mavs and Suns? I said, I think Suns and Six, but the Mavs got a chance because, you know, you got a chance when you got the best play in the series. And he said, who's that? I said, Luca. He was like, no, yeah. I said, I said verbatim. I, I said, yo, what are you talking about? Like, I said this to my father. Yo, what are you talking about? Like, because in my head, I'm like, you lucky this grandma birthday because it's about to get ugly in this fish. Like, you telling me Devin? And then he doubled down after the series was over. I saw him again. I said, yeah, you told me. I said, you still think that he'd say, yeah, I do. I said, all right.
1: After Luca had more points than the whole team. I
0: had him twerking like Magic City on a Saturday night. He doubled down on it. He doubled down on it.
1: It's just some people you can't talk about. Talk, at, at
0: that point, I was like, yeah, it's... it's I ain't that's, got nothing
1: to talk about. Like, all right, that's, if that's what we're doing, then I'm going to just move on. Yeah,
0: no. If you weren't my pops, I got you. For real.
3: Anyway.
1: Happy Father's Day to the pops. To the fathers out there. You know.
3: Father's Day passed, but anyway.
0: Um... <laughs> how have you been this weekend how have you been this
3: past week
1: it's been an interesting week um back to work um trying to settle back in it it, it's i got to go i I got to go but in the meantime i got multiple (laughs) speaking events that i need to be prepared for that i'm not i'm not like mentally i just can't can't get there but uh I, w- I will be present. I, I ain't gonna say how it's gonna end up going, but it is it's okay. It's okay. It's the job.
0: Um yeah, you already know how my work situation is going. Um, this it's about to be rough for me. Um <clears throat> I was off on Friday. I'm not off again until next Monday. That Friday, that Thursday, between that th- the Thursday that just passed and Friday, I was like, damn, I should go see Mission Impossible. And I'm like, nah, I'm about to just relax. Take this day and relax because I'ma need it. And Mission Impossible, like, why is that movie two hours and forty something minutes long? Yeah, like, I
1: mean, so I was, I, I've never seen a Mission Impossible movie. I might have said that on here already. I don't I think, think. I think that the eleven o'clock was IMAX, and I was, I was like, if I can get in there at eleven, be done by like two something, cool. But I'm not paying no fucking IMAX to to see a movie. I don't even know if I'm a like. Yeah. So then the regular showing wasn't until like twelve thirty, and I was like, "I'm not, I'm not about to be in this movie theater till three something I'm watching Tom Cruise." That's not.
0: You say three something? You mean three in the morning?
1: No, it was like twelve, like noon. Oh. Like, okay. I try so to get the movie way? in, and out. What's so, wrong with the this so three something? That's just because I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat before. Oh, okay. And so yeah, that's that's just two o'clock. I can do like we talk 3.30, three thirty, four o'clock. Now we now we pushing it. I yeah. try to get my movies in early so I can. Just get it out the way. So instead, I I just uh, and I've been binging uh, Insecure. I've been I've been uh, getting, and I'm learning some things. I'm seeing some some signs that I missed previous relationship situations. Um, yeah, shout out to Issa Rae. She put out the blueprint. Okay. Hey.
0: Didn't see that coming. Um.
1: I, I, hold I, up! I gotta tell you, right before we started this. There's a scene Issa Rae did something. I really said bitch out loud. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> maybe binging. Ins- I'm, I'm, I'm four seasons deep in like a week. So maybe maybe I should have done this slower. The transformation might have begun.
0: <clears throat> it, 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 watching Insecure, this podcast gonna get a lot more sassy soon. <laughs> What's that mean with the Muppets where it say, "Yeah, we sassy and you it's not, not get it."
1: <laughs> I definitely got that in my Rolodex.
0: It was a post on Facebook <laughs> I saw like a few weeks ago that said, uh, "If you if you a man and you use roadside assistance, you sassy." <laughs> I said, and? I said, okay, and what about it? (laughs)
1: Uh, Y'all not about to make me feel like less of a man because I'm using the the benefits that I pay for. Fuck you. Oh, man, fuck out of it. 2023. There was another video where a dude, uh, like, had to call the maintenance man to fix something. And, like, the whole time, he like, yeah, you know, I thought it was that, but, you know, I ain't had the tools to kind of correct like going back and forth and then at the end he was like uh you want to sleep with my wife or something before you go or like he was he, he just felt so emasculated you
0: know brother this wasn't uh
1: <laughs> that's that was the end of the video that okay was, all right that was the end of the video
0: oh, some adam 22 shit or something um,
1: <laughs> yep <yeah. laughs> all right we we about to get out of pocket but <laughs> i accidentally watched uh uh um, The post-game interview he did, buddy, buddy. The (laughs) post-game (laughs) interview. Talking about when he was on the bus joint. He was in the, I think it was in the bus with, it was had like a bunch of that, like. Graffiti. Yeah, 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 yeah. I accidentally watched too much of that. I didn't realize how detailed they were about to get with that conversation. But Buddy was like using an, uh, like analysis on on how yeah, he it was ended. like going in depth,
0: talking proper and everything. Like, I
1: was like, "Yo, this dude is a character." I
0: thought you was about to say you accidentally watched the the joint. I watched it on purpose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, yo!
0: I watched it on purpose. Um, I must say, was not what was not impressed, was not entertained. But if I was Adam Twenty Two
1: wouldn't be Adam 22 that's that's the end of that
0: conversation I wouldn't be at it, it couldn't be me
3: <laughs> couldn't couldn't be me at all
1: on the Ray J Kim scale how, how how bad are we talking
0: well that Ray J and Kim shit was trash
1: it was complete trash I, I've never been I have not been able to see Kim Kardashian as attractive since then
0: yeah, it's that was complete yeah. trash um that set in the bar low it's better than that, for sure. That's but
3: a very
0: I'd never watch it again. I'd never watch it again. I'd never watch it again.
1: Uh, wow. wow.
0: Um, How we got here, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I'd I, never watch it again. But if that was my woman, it'd be some problems. Why? Like,
1: Ain't ain't no way like that's, some things that's... went on
0: some things went on in that where you what where as a man you like even if this is like acting even if you're doing this for entertainment even if you ain't enjoying it that much even if it ain't that good you're doing a little bit too much <clears throat> I saw some things that will make me commit murder suicide <laughs> so, like Adam twenty two a strong brother man. I'm sorry, he's not a strong brother. He's a strong man. I don't know what he is, but he's fucking weirdo. But he's strong.
1: I really am tired of seeing that on my timeline.
0: I'm tired. I'm actually about to mute the name Adam twenty two.
1: Between that and and Mariah Mills, I'm just every day is like I'm terrified to open up
0: Her acting performance was terrible. Mariah video with her in the glass where she was like, "He's an abuser." Like man, somebody arrest this
1: woman. Yeah, she, she's getting way out of here. Uh, shout out to Pinky Doll, if you're listening.
0: Hey, yo, I, I'm glad you added that last part on. I'm about to say shout out. <laughs> wow.
1: Um, <clears throat> your son don't have to interrupt any of your videos. We can play 2K in the other room. Just let, just holler at your boy. <clears throat> All right, back to the topic. What the fuck is Pinky Doll? What the fuck?
3: For you. Amazing. Uh, uh, uh. That screams so good <laughs> oh my God
0: bro, she making bank I need to do what she doing
1: I'm saying like I'll be glad to be <clears throat> the father that stepped up
0: She making like twenty thirty thousand fully clothed fully clothed she back so it counts she what? <clears throat> She bad though, so
1: I mean she fully clothed. That's that's She's the clothed, that's dude. the key.
0: All
3: right.
1: Respectful dollars. I mean, I don't know how respectful that is. That's it's kind of weird, but shout out to her.
3: Um
0: <clears throat> all righty. Man, how did we get here? I don't
1: I don't know. Oh,
0: mission impossible.
1: <laughs> I when you started with that mission, I was scared.
0: Um, oh my god uh i saw the last mission impossible movie which came out in 2018 um i didn't know how long it was going in if i knew i wouldn't have gone to see it i didn't realize how long it was so i came out of the bed and realized it was like past midnight um but yeah i this 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 is going to be a tough this is going to be a tough one for me okay because i wish i never saw the runtime because i was excited for this movie like, I really wanted to see it. Um, but yeah, the runtime is just, it, it's turning me off. When I'm going into a movie, knowing I'm going to be in there for a long time, it it it, it causes hesitation. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this, but...
1: Like, unless it's a movie I've genuinely been anticipating. Yeah. It's, it's rough.
0: Like, I've literally been anticipating Mission Impossible, and now I'm like, I don't even... Now I'm like, I might wait till streaming, but I shouldn't do that because I know for a fact I'm not gonna watch it at home. Right.
1: So watching it shifts.
0: Yeah. So uh I'll probably end up biting the bullet to see it, but if it, <laughs> it will not be this week with the way my schedule is set up, uh I'm not off for another
3: eight days. So yeah. Um
1: <clears throat> I did watch extraction too.
3: I heard about that. I watched
0: the double toasted review. I didn't watch the first one, so I didn't really
1: the first one is fire, like in super fire. Like that, I know why they made a sequel, they just didn't have to, but shout out to my girl, uh go ship go shift Ferrani for reasons. But uh other than that, this the second one they they didn't have to do that, and it looks like they're trying to set up like a franchise for
0: reasons, okay. Um If is that, not, never mind. is okay. that all? That all of the non-mass talk we have. I uh,
3: think.
1: What else we got? So, <clears throat> student loan uh, no, I'm scared. <laughs> we're gonna do politics and so like what? What else we want to? What What else we got to talk I ain't about?
0: Talking about the politics.
1: What else? We there ain't nothing else to talk about. I think we get.
0: The white folks at my job like to do that enough.
1: Um, uh, I mean, it's not as bad as it would be in my scenario down here. I can't, I still remember, I got this. All right, now you didn't, we didn't did it. 2012, yes. Obama second election. I think it was versus our money. I mean, Mitt Romney. Um. Yes. Do y'all remember when his kids came out with the letters? His kids came out on stage with the letters to spell his name, but they were out of order and they had it, Our money instead of Ron. i
0: do not remember that that's crazy
1: hilarious um but anyway with his binders of women or whatever the day after obama won that election
3: i was working at a storage facility
1: south carolina if you don't recall the tension in the office i was the only black person that worked in his place the tension in the office was crazy. Crazy. There was one other person that that was not highly upset on that day.
3: I was fearing for my life. Like I looked at Buddy, he was like
1: boss was upset, my owner was upset. Like everybody was just in their feelings that day. I was like
0: Were you working there when Trump got elected? No, I was gone by then
1: good
3: i was very gone but it,
1: uh wish them the best
3: good christian people anyway um yeah let's move let, let's move on to some mass talk man
0: um first of all uh is today the last
1: summer league game yes
0: for the yes math, correct yes yeah, um if today is sure. <laughs> what's the tournament what what's the t- which team
1: made it? Huh? Um, which like which teams made it? The top four teams made it. We had a shot to to be in the tournament if we had won our last game by like thirty. Yeah, um twenty seven would have gave us a chance. I think thirty would have actually ended up doing it. But the the tournament teams they should have played today. They should have already played. I think it was a four o'clock game and a six o'clock game. The Rockets beat the Jazz, so they're in the championship. And the Cavaliers beat the Nets, so they're in the championship. So it'll be Cavaliers versus Rockets tomorrow. Uh, uh
0: when does FIBA start? When does the World Cup, whatever, start?
1: Don't I, I, I want to say August? Okay, um, should we, you want to talk about Maxi Kleber versus Dennis Schroeder?
0: I forgot about it until you just mentioned it.
1: <clears throat> I forgot about it until you mentioned FIBA.
0: What's your thoughts on the situation?
1: <clears throat> um, I understand him being upset because I also I feel some type of way about that type of stuff too. I think the first games are August 25th from what I see here, by the way. So it's always interesting to me when I watch like the the in-between, like not the big World Cup Olympic stuff, but like the in-between games. So like the the USA was in a tournament last year. Um and it's mostly like G League guys that are playing. Like Craig Sword and stuff like that were, were playing. And so then when the big boys decide to show up, all those guys just go. Like they get paid to do that. <clears throat> but they don't get to get paid to do that on the big stage. Like the big guys show up and they just have to accept it. Uh, for the international community, they usually take that stuff a lot more seriously than the USA. Like the USA guys know, like uh, when when uh, Paolo Bonchero decides to show up, Craig sword is no longer on the team. Like he not even going to pretend that he got a chance. Uh, but for the international community, they usually try to grow the team together, keep a team pretty cohesive. The NBA guys, unless they're like fighting for a contract or something, usually still show up. I think KP is actually going to be with Latvia this year. Uh, he hasn't played in the past few tournaments as far as I'm aware, because he hasn't been healthy for one. Um, (laughs) But uh, last year, Germany was not expected to do what they did. They went on a run, and they won the bronze in uh, Eurobasket. And Dennis Schroeder carried him. He was the, the leader of that team. Yeah. Like, he was the guy. And for him, I, I see it as a, a thing of leadership to be able to say, like, you didn't want to even show up for us last year, and now you're going to come in and take a, take a spot from a guy that was in the trenches with us in the tournament last year. And I don't like that. And you your excuse was that you wanted to work on your game. Like what game I got? Like you're not mellow. You're not getting to a, a pull-up midi. Like you're standing in the corner, you're defending. Like, what were you working on?
0: And I just I want to- you to know these aren't Bibbs' words. These are Dennis Schroeder's words for like the most part. He's paraphrasing a bit, but yeah, even down to saying, like, you ain't mellow.
1: <laughs> he literally referenced mellow. <laughs> he literally referenced mellow. Um, should should, should I have pulled the quote? I pretty yeah. much said what everything he said. If you uh, have it, yeah. <clears throat> Let me see how far back I gotta go in the chat. Mm, What's today?
3: Carry the to one. That's Christian
1: Wood. All right, I'm gonna go 30 seconds or 10 seconds more. All right. Ah, oh, I had it. What this shit we keep resetting.
0: I can easily find it
1: actually. I had it. Oh, I know how to get it. I'm a dumbass. Mm -mm
3: -mm. All right, here we go.
1: (laughs) You want me to actually read? I don't want to read the whole article. I'll get to like...
3: Yeah, don't
0: read the whole article. Just read his quote.
1: All right, so we're going to pull up the quotes. Maxie wasn't there last year. If you didn't commit, that was actually the message for all of us then you won't be there next year either. That was one quote. If he says, I will sign my contract this summer and I want to be with the team so that I can earn even more money, then I understand. Like he's saying, if he said that last year, because remember Max, he didn't get the extension until close to the end of the summer.
0: What does he mean if, what does he mean
1: by that? So basically he was saying like, if he had told us like he didn't want to play because he was waiting to sign his extension, and he wanted to stay with the Mavs and did not mess that up, then he would have understood that. He said, but if you say to the national team coach, Gordon Herbert, I'm Maxi and I want to train ball handling and work on my game in the summer, then I'm sorry, Maxie, but you don't have a game.
0: He's not lying. I mean, what, what did Maxi come into this fucking season doing that he wasn't going before? So
1: Exactly. So you, throw, you throw in the corner and you defend. I think it's shoot from the corner. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Bad translation. He was in German. You're a pick and roll player. You are not a Carmelo Anthony type of player. You don't have to work on your game. The older you get, the more you see what your strengths are, and you try to maximize them to so blatantly that you can play in the NBA for as long as possible. For me, it's like Maxi working on your game. You can't play in the national tournament for that. That bothered me a little bit. So to be honest, or to be honest, Schroeder said. <clears throat> Isaac Bonga, Mo Wagner, them boys, they were there anyway. If Maxi had said, hey, I'm injured, but I'm coming, that would have been different. Then I would say he was there anyway. It's about the commitment. It's an honor to play for the national team. We made this sexier last year, and now suddenly everyone is at the start again. We have to make sure that this is still fair. So basically, going back to what I was saying earlier, Germany wasn't supposed to play as good as they did. They came out, they hooped, they got the bronze, and he's saying now all these dudes that didn't show up last time want to be a part of Maxi being the main guy that he's, he's calling out here. Um, again, I understand everything mm-hmm. he's saying. Might even halfway agree with him. Don't do that on a podcast.
0: Yeah, that's my only issue.
1: <laughs> he could have went to Maxi personally maybe this is how the team feels and he's just I'm about to say they could have sat
0: down as a team and hashed it out. Like yeah.
1: And it may be how the team feels, but and maybe he's being the one to come out in, in the front because he's being a leader, but uh with his reputation, it just doesn't look good. So that's tough. I don't know how this resolves itself. Like I feel like you just made it awkward for everybody.
0: Definitely just made it awkward for everybody. <laughs> this could have been handled behind closed doors, like but. It's out there now, so now it's going to be awkward if Maxi is on the team.
1: Right, and I, they said a name of a guy that they think will get pushed out, but I couldn't find it, uh, and it just transitioned to another article. But, yeah, like he named like specific – oh, here we go. Uh, do, 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 do. Herbert still yeah. has – Herbert is the coach. <clears throat> Herbert still has to reduce his squad to 12 men by the start of the World Cup. Schroeder fears that team serving players, but basically people who showed up, such as Hamburg's Jonas Wolfhart Botterman, will have to make way for Cleaver. So he said things like, I got to lose Jonas because Maxie decided to show up this year when Jonas was in the trenches with us last year.
3: That sucks. Well, I was under the impression that Maxie was dealing with, like, not a full injury,
0: but healing up, especially since we played in it what WCF last year and he had lingering injuries. I, I thought that was the case before, you know, before reading that. I didn't know, hey, I want to work on my game.
1: And that's what Dennis said. He even gave him like if you had said you were injured, like I would have accepted that. Yeah. But he also still said you should have showed up.
0: What does he mean by showed up, like support the team type of thing? Just
1: come to the just come to the training camp with us, like come there, support the guys, like everything. Like it's good. It's good for them to see the NBA dudes there, even if they're not necessarily playing. Yeah. I mean, to to show support, basically.
0: Well. Let's move on to the new NBA dudes. Mavs rookies. That have played in summer league this year, Omax Prosper and Derek Lively the second. Uh, we have our very last summer league game starting in six minutes. Well, it's the NBA, so who knows? But six minutes. Um, what have your impressions been uh so far for the summer league on both Omax and Derek Lively?
1: I think I'll start with Lively. Okay. So we'll... <clears throat> First of all, the defensive on the defensive side, I can't say I've seen any mistakes. No, <laughs> um, worst mistakes, I was, he was kind of leaning on uh Chet a lot, but the refs were allowing it, so I can't even be mad at him for it. Like, if they're gonna allow it then by all means, like, good. But rotations, awareness, ability to switch onto the perimeter, like, hey, that's all there for him, from what I could see. Um, that's exciting to me. This is what I've, this is the type of big I've wanted on the defensive end. And he looks like a guy that should be able to get some rotation minutes right away, just based off of that on the offensive side, the finishing needs work. Um, for me, it got to a point I tweeted this where I said, like, he just needs to dunk everything um, wherever he gets the ball, go to dunk, but I don't want to see the fin work on the finesse until you get comfortable with it, but it doesn't look good in most of the time right now. So just go try to dunk everything, make them foul you. getting drawing fouls is a benefit to the team in multiple ways. So just try to dunk everything. It looks like he has the athleticism, the length to dunk over and through people from time to time. He just needs to go for that. Um, there, and I will say, as the summer league has gone along, he's gotten better at being more aggressive in those situations where even if he it does put up the little weak floater, he'll follow it and, and try to get the ball for a dunk. So yeah. I, I can live with that, too. Get your Moses Malone on, if necessary.
0: Um, I agree with you. You basically said everything I would have said as far as the offensive end goes. Um, he needs to work on the finishing and I know he can do it because he has the athleticism and strength to do it. Uh it's just all about a mindset, I guess. Um, something I also didn't think about. I love that we have Rashawn Holmes on the team because if Rashawn Holmes is willing to do so, he can help him with that little floater game uh around the around the the fucking mid-range area or closest to the basket. Uh but I want that to be a secondary option. Like you said, I want that to be a, okay, I can't get close enough to the basket. I got a nice shot here. Let me use the floater to get an easy bucket. But when you're around that basket, when you're getting offensive rebounds, when you're catching the ball down low, I need you to go up strong. And it's not just because you're not guaranteed two points every time, but just you going to the line helps. Maybe you split at the line. But nine times out of ten, you could be putting somebody in foul trouble.
1: Getting the team into the bonus. Exactly. Um, getting somebody off the court. Controlling the tempo of the game. like Absolutely. Not letting the other team get out and run.
0: You're seven feet tall. I think he's, what, seven foot one? Yeah. Seven foot one. You're athletic. You're strong. Not a lot of guys. I mean, he doesn't have a whole lot of weight. He's a skinny guy, but he is still strong. Um not a lot of guys are just going to be able to contain that type of athleticism around the basket. Nine times out of ten, they're gonna to have to foul you. Uh so I want him to get that mindset uh as far as athleticism goes. But yeah, on the defensive end, I'm loving everything I'm saying. Uh, I think my favorite trait is the way he talks on the defensive end. When you're looking for a defensive anchor on defense, regardless of position, that is the main key. You look at guys like Draymond, the anchor for the Warriors. He's talking on defense. He's calling out screens. Uh, he's calling out rotations. You talk about guys like Marcus Smart. I don't know if Rudy Gobert does it because Rudy Gobert don't be mic'd up like that, but
1: he's, he's a pointer for sure. OK, he'll push dudes in the right direction
0: <laughs> that he will do.
3: <laughs>
0: We've seen that. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, when you talk about a defensive angle, those are the kind of things you want and. Talking on defense is not something you can teach. You're either, it's either in you or it's not. It's either something you do on defense or you don't. And the fact that he does it is already uh, a good start. It's a lot of veterans veteran centers that don't do that shit or don't care enough to do that shit. So he's only going to grow on the defensive end. He's only going to grow on the offensive end. Um, but let's move on to the next rookie, Omax Prosper. What are your thoughts on OMAX impressions?
1: <laughs> so defensively, he looks like he did in college, which is, is nice to see. Um, it's not perfect, but defense is about willingness to the the effort. Um, I don't think he's going to be great on guards, especially like the the bucket, get the true bucket getting guards because he will give up that space uh on like on a penetration step back type situation he does give up that space a little bit but I, I appreciate that he works to still get back and contest uh he keeps his man in front of him and what i saw in the last game against the pacers was that he 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 took that person
0: he got that dog in and-
1: he he's he's got the aggression that, that we all wish josh green had to where he knows that Jars Walker was a guy that people were looking at for, for the Mavs at 10 And so he's like hey I'm about to show y'all I'm better than this dude He And he's doing and I was making sure I wasn't tripping He's doing stuff that he wasn't supposed to be doing Like putting the ball on the floor as much as he's doing He he wasn't supposed to be doing that But the fact that he is Is a, a huge sign Because as far as we were concerned Defense uh, catch and shoot threes was what we were getting from him and that's that's exciting
0: i was about to say that would have been fun,
1: right but if he's willing to put it on the floor too that adds a whole new dimension makes him a whole different player there was a lot there was one Shout possession where he drove to the hole got inside did the up fake didn't shuffle his feet for once And like got delayed. It was they've been making the Kawhi comparisons. That was a hundred percent a Kawhi type move. The patience, the feet work. Um, He he was playing very very fast the first couple games. He slowed down a lot. Like I believe he's realized at some point that he is him. Let me dial that back. He realized at some point that he's good. (laughs) Like I don't have to do all this extra stuff. Like I can relax a little bit because I'm better. I'm as good as or better than these dudes. Like he's he's getting that. So I'm wondering if he'll have another learning curve once he's playing against real NBA dudes. But um, otherwise, it's this summer league. And this is why going back to like Josh's class, like a lot of those guys didn't get summer league or none of those guys got summer league. Like not a lot of them. They didn't get a yeah. summer league. Summer so. league is important to a lot of players because it's their first taste of playing against guys that are NBA caliber or close. And it, it's a boost of confidence. So they get to come in right after the draft play against these dudes, see where they measure up, take some time off, then come into training camp and bring that momentum and energy in. And I think O-Max is a guy, again, that they just showed the head fake he did on Jarvis Walker that I was talking about on the on the screen. But um, he's a guy that I think just over the course of these five games, I've seen his confidence grow as far as what he can be. So I'm, I'm excited about that.
0: I'm definitely excited. Uh, I remember when he got drafted, I talked about like some worries I had about him on offense and his overuse of the pump fake was one Uh, putting it on the floor attacking closeouts was a worry that I had uh, finishing around the basket things like that and from the summer league games those don't really seem to and and it's crazy how fast it happened those don't really seem to be a concern but even on top of that playing with Luke and Kyrie he won't be doing a lot of that anyway. He did that in college because he was one of the best players on the team. He was looked to do that. He was, he's doing that in summer league because he's one of the top players on the team. He's looked to do that, looked to, to do that. But we're not going to have that issue when Luke and Kyrie are in the building or on the court. So everything else that he's doing, that's going to translate when they're on the court, as far as, look, his defense he can be a point of attack defender for us. I think he can defend one through four. I'm not going as far as to say five yet. Uh, granted, we wouldn't really need him to defend fives if Derek Lively becomes who we think he's going to become. But uh, when we drafted Omax, I wasn't familiar with him. Um, I looked up some of his tape and I was like, OK, this guy, you know, he, he could grow his season eventually. He can become something for us. I think he can be something for us this season, like an impact player for us this season, um, which transitions well into my next topic. Um, hopes and actual projections for their roles this coming season. And what I mean is what you hope to see with their roles, as opposed to what you think
3: realistically their role. Damn, who that?
1: In the background?
3: It was a chick at the end of the bench like on
0: the coaching I
1: bench that Yeah, I was that, I was looking too. I was like, eh, I don't recognize her.
0: I don't recognize either. Um, Yeah. What you somebody hope
1: guard, that... What you say? I was like, is somebody going to guard this dude? They just let Buddy run straight to the <laughs> and it.
0: Um, What you hope their role will be this upcoming season, like I said, as opposed to what the realistic expectation will be. And maybe they're one and the same, but uh, let's start. Let's start at the beginning. Let's start with Derek Lively.
1: So Derek Lively, as of today, is in an interesting situation where uh, they've pretty much said that uh, <laughs> Javal McGee is gone. So I'm going to pretend JaVale McGee is gone. Yeah. An interesting situation where he has two veterans in front of him in Rashawn Holmes and Dwight Powell. The benefit is that he is the best paint protector of the three, so I think that regardless, there should be a Maxi potentially ahead of him too. We'll, we'll say that. Um, I and, and the, what I said still stands. I don't see a situation where he should be getting less than ten minutes a game. Start right out of the gates. Um, I would say up to fifteen. I don't think you need to put him like sh- don't throw him to the wolves. Yeah. Let him grow into it. Um, maybe make him the first big off the bench whenever Kyrie or Luka come off. Let him run pick and rolls for the end to the, at the end of the first quarter against backups for a little while till he gets acclimated. If he shows that he can handle it, then you inch those numbers up. Um, but if not, 10, 10 minutes is not hurting us. He can't hurt us in 10 minutes. He's not going to hurt us in 10 minutes, let me say. If he misses a layup, so will Dwight Powell. Like, I'm not going to sit here and act like him making mistakes on offense is going to kill us. Um, on the defensive end, I, I, again, if he gives up a layup, so would Dwight Powell. Like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that that we're missing something in those situations. With that said, uh, I do see potential for him to be a 20-minute a game guy at least this yep. year. Uh, just based on the personnel we have if that changes obviously then none of this means anything but as it stands there is a spot for him there is a, a place that makes sense for him to get real rotation minutes right away
0: i agree um i think out of the gate he should be getting at least 10 minutes like uh like you mentioned i don't think we'll see i'm not sure if we'll see a consistent like three guard rotation i mean i said three guard three center rotation with like all three of them getting minutes in one game i think it depends on personnel and matchups but i think regardless he should always be getting minutes uh at least 10 uh like you said eventually if we end up getting a center obviously none of this matters but i'm going in i'm saying this with the mindset that we won't i think he can eventually end up starting if within those 10 to 15 minutes he's showing that he deserves to be on the court more than the others. He helps us on the court more than the others. And they all bring something different. Right. The White Powell brings something. Rashawn Holmes brings something. Derek Lively brings something. Um, uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to see him start the season. If he did, I wouldn't be upset about it. I wouldn't have an issue with it. I just don't want to throw him to the dogs immediately. Like ease them into the position. Whether they start Rashawn Holmes at the White Powell, I don't know. Neither one of them are protecting the rim, so it does not matter. But uh, having him off the bench, maybe in the second unit, like you said, when Kyrie Luka goes to the bench, running some pick-and-roll offense with them, uh, I'm excited about it. Uh, If he was to start, how soon do you think
3: it could happen?
1: I was going to ask you first. um, You mentioned him starting. When you say starting, are you saying starting and getting like being like a thirty-minute a game guy, or like a Zubac type of start where he's setting the tone?
0: I don't, I don't think I want to see him. I don't know if I want to see him get thirty,
1: like twenty-five to thirty, we'll say, like definitely more than half the minutes.
0: Yeah, I I'll say twenty. I'll say like around that consistent twenty-five. Okay, because. Yeah, I'll say around that consistent 25. I don't know if I want to see him get 30 yet. It's very rare that rookies are getting 30 minutes per game.
1: Yeah, again, we, we've been very naked at that position for a while. Yeah. I'll okay. say, and I'm assuming you're on the same page as far as, like, we don't want him to start day one because if if it does go poorly and you have to remove him from the starting lineup, that's worse for his confidence than yeah mm-hmm. coming off the bench to start the <laughs> season and earning it and then starting. I would say – if I'm basing it on Jason Kidd's timeline, it wouldn't happen before two months. Like, December would be when it would happen.
0: That's what I was leaning. Around December, no no sooner than December. Um, knowing Jason Kidd, it will be inconsistent starting. It wouldn't be a consistent thing. Uh, I hope that's not the case, but our lineups fluctuate so much.
1: It's going to take whoever, Powell or Holmes, getting cooked in the first quarter several times before, before that happens.
0: It's just going to take that, like you said, it's going to take that one moment. Either someone gets hurt or they're getting cooked and Lively gets to come in and show what he can do. And he's so impressive
3: that Jason Kidd has to start him.
1: Shout out to Grant because we know we're going to be using Grant to harass uh Harass him with the Derek Lively minute questions Yes
0: Please do Hopefully he can harass him With the Omax minute questions as well Which leads to the next guy What are your uh, Expectations and hopes for Omax
1: This becomes a very interesting question Because it also Has rotation Implications First guy that he's fighting against is Grant Williams and Josh Green. Okay. <laughs> Josh Green, according to the speculative reports, would be the starter right now.
3: Which is the uh, speculative thing.
1: When they were trying to get Matisse Thibel, they said that Thibault would have been the starter, which is goofy to me because Josh played better fun. than Matisse Thibel last year. But that's neither here nor there. And even when he was quote unquote playing great in in Portland, Josh was still outplaying him overall. So let's let's get that established. Facts. Um, so that's just a weird thought. It may it, maybe it's a size thing. I don't know, but whatever.
0: I think that's what it is. But even still, like Matisse Thibault shouldn't be starting on any NBA team.
1: No, there's. I, I don't see how a team can afford to start him confident, like say confidently in the summer of 2023 that he should be starting. I, I don't see it. Any, But this is what we do here, right? So Josh Green, I'm going to say he's not impossible for to pass in, in training camp. They probably have to start Grant Williams because he's new. They may have to pay Josh Green more than they're about to pay Grant Williams. Well, we're gonna find out very soon. And does that impact how they view those two guys as far as their stature in the lineup? We will see. I would imagine Josh wants that Isaiah Stewart money. Whether or not he earns it or deserves it is up to you. I'm not gonna say at this point in time. Um, so that's the that's the first bit. The second bit is Maxi Kleba uh, at the getting four minutes. And then because of how big Luca is, you know, they can get creative with the guard forward rotations. And so I do think it's a guarantee he's getting minutes. That, that's not enough bodies to say he's not going to get minutes. I would say uh, he's also at a 10, 15-minute floor. Uh, with the potential to earn the starting three spot, if he's consistently able to put the ball on the floor, like he's shown, if he's aggressive and Josh isn't, which Josh has a problem with deferring to talent. When Luca and Kyrie are around, he acts like he's not supposed to have the ball. Luca and Kyrie were not around, all of a sudden he can score 20 points every night. I don't, and it's, it's, it's to a point where, of course, he has to know himself that he can take the shot or put the ball on the floor and do things. Jason Kidd, obviously, as the coach, needs to tell him, just because Luca's on the court don't mean you're not allowed to shoot. Put the ball on the floor, do what you got to do, play loose and free. I I think that seeing Omax do those things is going to be beneficial for Josh. It's going to be beneficial for everybody because we're going to find out if Josh is really competitive in that sense. Yeah. Um, um i think that josh has been the kid for a while on the team and when you're the kid even if you're better than the vets you still are going to defer to or accept that the vet should get more like if you're the new guy on the job there's a dude that's been there for 20 years you're not necessarily gonna challenge him in every meeting right out of the gates but when they get a new employee and the new employee's challenging people, now you're gonna feel like, well, what the fuck? I should be challenging too. Yeah, and that's what I hope happens. Um, I can see them getting almost the same minutes, damn near, or Jace or Coach Kid telling them to go all out on defense because if you get in foul trouble, it's not going to hurt us as much. Yeah, um, and like telling both of them to just get in people's ass until you get into foul trouble and we'll put the next guy in. I can see that happening. And it not being necessarily like, just because you're starting, you're getting the most minutes type of situation. Whoever's having a better night is going to get the most minutes. That's, that's the way I see it playing out.
0: I think the key to the start of this conversation is whether or not someone sees Omax as a three or four. I personally see him as a three, who has capabilities of playing four. But especially now that we have Grant Williams and Maxie off the bench, I view him more as a three um I don't think he'll start going into the season. uh I don't want to go as far as to say it's unrealistic. It's just like very, very unlikely. uh, I'm pretty sure Josh is gonna be the starter. I don't agree why I say they'll be get where well, you said they'll be getting the same amount of minutes um. At least, not. I, I don't know what point you were talking about. Like, do you mean by the him? end of the season? By the end of the season. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's fair. Cause um, we
1: know how Jason Kidd operates. Yeah. Gonna, we, the vets are going to get the long leashes early.
0: Yeah. Um, I think to start the season, we'll see. Considering the team, I can't see him getting 15 minutes, even though I want him to. Okay. I feel like, like you said, Jason Kidd is going to play the vets more. We, I'm just looking at the team we have now. I can't think about any trades that haven't happened, that might happen. Uh, we got Seth Curry off the bench, Tim Hardaway Jr. off the bench, Maxi Cleaver off the bench. Exum. Uh, I think he'll play OVACs.
1: Allegedly, Exum is going to be the, the Frank of last year as far as yeah. the guy they're going to give minutes at the backup point to start the season. That's the plan as of today. Which surprised me because that does complicate things with Omax. It
0: does complicate things. I don't think, I think there's going to be more games he, I think there'll be a lot of games he doesn't play where they probably feel like they don't need him. But like you said, that complicates things. Um, I think to start the season, the max amount, no pun intended, the max amount of minutes we'll see him play is 10 to my Omax. Obviously it can grow depending on what he does in those 10 minutes. And I think just based off of what we've seen from him, it's bound to grow uh, eventually. I put on Twitter, I can see him starting before the end of the season. Like, I can see him starting before the end of the season. Um, and Josh, and to be honest, I like Josh more of an off the bench role because of his versatility, his ability. He's an underrated playmaker. His ability to put the f- ball on the floor, I think him in the second unit, he'll be much more aggressive since he's most likely not playing with both Kyrie and Luka. Uh, and we still have that defense off the bench. I'm just really excited at a potential lineup of Josh Green, Derek Lively and Omax on the court together. The young guys just out there harassing motherfuckers on defense. while Luka and Kyrie just giving motherfuckers buckets like that's I'm excited to see that. Maybe it doesn't work out that way and they just have no chemistry on the fucking court together. But I'm excited to at least see it. But um I think Omax has a has more upside than Josh. Um I know a lot of people feel like oh us having Omax makes it easier to move on from Josh Green. I would like to have them both. Just because yeah. you have one really good young player at a position doesn't mean you can't have another. Like
1: it's we can sad. have. One. I don't want to say sad, but for me, I get to a point where,
3: should I say this? Say it. I look five, four years in the future. Kyrie gone.
1: I would want both of those guys to still be here. Absolutely. And so I don't like the conversation online about getting rid of Josh because we have Omax. I think it's very short-sighted, very short-sighted. That depth does not hurt us. Both of them playing 20 minutes a game is a good thing. I don't think it has to be, it's not as dramatic as people are making it sound. Like neither one of them is going to be playing 35 minutes and on anybody's team right now. As much, as much as I love Josh, as much as I'm falling in love with Max, neither one of them is playing 35 minutes. There are 48 minutes to be played at the three position right now. 48. And those two are the only ones. Who else is playing three? Luca? If you want to get weird and put Exum in there with Luca or Seth, Maybe them. them. So they're going to play 15, 20 minutes minimum. Both of them, yeah, N- under any circumstances, nobody's neither one of them was playing 82 games, most likely. I didn't know what was going on, it looked, <laughs> ugly. <laughs> it looked
0: ugly at first.
1: It was all the glow, we read it for a second. there.
0: It looked a little ugly at first.
1: Did you see when Omax uh threw the elbow? I thought they were about to eject him
0: at Kobe Buffett? yeah, yeah.
1: I thought they were about to eject him. Did they even review it? I don't Did think so. He asked for the lob. I was like, why did he throw it lob? But he asked for it, so okay. Because I thought he threw it to AJ at first, and I saw AJ back off.
0: Yeah, I thought he saw the, threw it to AJ at first.
1: That happened in the last game, too, when somebody tried to throw a lob to AJ after AJ had thought he was going up for it. Anyway, um, yeah, so the the idea of tr- Josh being completely expendable because Omax looks like he can play basketball is is weird to me. Now, if you want to say it, you're willing to trade Josh now, if we're getting an All Star back, I can. I I have said that, or not even an All Star. Like if it was PJ Washington, I would I would be willing to trade Josh to get PJ Washington. Really, I I think so.
0: I'm not saying like uh, Josh is on the Josh is not on the same level or better than PJ Washington. I just feel, I was
1: like a guy that uh, could start.
0: With us just getting Grant Williams, do I want to go and get another four?
1: Grant Williams is like six foot five. So six
0: foot six. T.J. Is what six foot seven? Nine. Is he? I thought
1: he was six foot seven. I'm pretty sure he's eight or nine with like a seven foot five wingspan or something stupid. So now I got to pull this up. He is six
3: foot seven. Are we sure? Are you looking at uh, hold on. Looking at that Basketball Reference, he's six foot seven. I
1: think they they keep their rookie height, so let me double check. Nah, he's listed six foot seven on the NBA site too. All right, let me check the wingspan.
0: This is crazy. I googled him, and it says people also search for the first one is Brittany Renner,
1: six foot and eight, eight, eight inch shoes, seven foot two and a half inch wingspan. Okay, so yeah, 6'8 in shoes, 7'2 wingspan. But he plays some center for the Hornets. Um, is I'll say this. If we could get a, like, lock for sure starter at the three, not even, I wouldn't do it for OG at this point. I still think he's he'll be as good as OG. He can be as good as OG in a year or two. In my Come on, Max? I'm talking Josh.
0: Josh, yeah, okay.
1: Like, I he can be as good as an OG in a year or two.
0: I think OG is overrated.
1: He probably is a little bit.
0: And I don't say that as like a uh, OG is not that good. but like OG is really good. Yeah. Just my talking like OG is going to be like somebody's second best play on the fucking team.
1: Like going to be all star now. The
0: asking for all those first round picks for OG on and Obi is fucking crazy.
1: Yeah, I like I I think Josh, and again I don't I hate saying this. You look at him; he's gotten better every year. He's a nine-point per game guy. It was funny because Kirk was like, "Josh is going to be he's a guy that that probably." He looked the way hit he wanted a net on a fucking free throw. So it was funny. We were talking to Josh or Kirk, and Kirk, shout out to Kirk, but Kirk was like, "Josh is a guy that's going to average eight points a game in his league." And it was like he averaged nine last year. Like, what are we talking about? I, I think he could hit. I, I put the bet down last year. Oh, this is we doing that again? Actually, let me. Get the sticky note out. I put the bet down last year that he was going to average 10 points a game. He did not quite get there. I'm bringing it back and I'm going to take it to 11 this year. You know, average 11 points a game this year.
0: Even with the depths that we have, you think he can.
1: I got it. That's, I would have said 12 if we didn't have as much competition. Okay. 11.
3: Okay. That's fair. Uh, let me, I let think me, he I, can do yeah. it.
1: Write it down and hold myself to it. I think
0: saying he's a guy who's going to average eight points per game in this league is fucking crazy, Uh,
3: especially when he literally just averaged more than eight in his first real like year of playing. Nah,
0: nah, 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 nah. that would have been the first Jason Kidd, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: This is more so year
0: before his second year. This is more so his second full year of playing, so I don't want to. Get that incorrect uh since we're on the topic of josh let's move on to that conversation uh his future on the team obviously there were uh rumors out about his uh potential contract extension uh if i'm not mistaken i, I had the article but i don't have it pulled up right now uh the one you text to me um They wanted to wait till after free agency and see how the roster plays out before they start even talking about a contract extension. Um, And like you mentioned, Isaiah Stewart, someone from his class, just got 64 years, 4 million. So he's making around that 16 million mark. Uh, We talked about on the NBA show how that could affect a guy like Josh Green. If you're not a patron, pledge today uh to get that show you only have to pledge for five dollars you can get those conversations you can get that show every week
1: outside the nba
0: outside the nba nice plug you know i had to do that real quick um but
1: let me, let me do this real quick actually go ahead still looking for graphic designers by the way uh hit us up let us know your rates all right continue
0: yeah um yeah, we can't put that on Twitter because then the DMs will go crazy. It's, 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 it's weird. They Uh-oh. still
1: go crazy. I got that one <laughs> that still harassing me. It's crazy.
0: Yo, it's, like, it's been like six months. There's no way. It's been like a year, actually.
1: They, they spin in the block. I got to respect the hustle, but goddamn.
0: Nah, that's harassment. <laughs> Fuck the hustle. That's harassment. Um, We talked about how Isaiah Stewart's contract more so affects PJ than Josh, but it does affect Josh in some way because Josh could easily ask for $16 Now, granted, yeah, I saw that fall too. Uh, My my heart sank a little bit. I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) I think he's good though. Um, When big guys fall like that, I always get nervous. Um, Josh could easily ask for that same contract. Now, granted, has he shown as much as Isaiah Stewart? You can argue that he hasn't. You can argue that he has. Because I I I saw that Isaiah Stewart contract and I said, what the fuck is this? Like, shout out to him for getting his money, but what the fuck is this? Like, Isaiah Stewart? Okay, cool. Especially considering the front court depth that the Detroit Pistons have. But uh, if Josh decides to go out and ask for $16 million that around that same offer, as an Isaiah Stewart, it could affect his future because maybe the Mavs don't want to give him that. Or maybe he shows out this season. If a contract extension doesn't get done before the season starts, he bets on himself,
3: shows out this season, and earns that money. Or he could underperform, get his spot taken, and then in that scenario,
0: anything could happen. He could not want to sign a contract extension and just go into a restricted free agency. He could sign a contract extension and get less. What are your thoughts on it? Your thoughts on his future as a whole around this whole contract extension?
1: Um, I think it would be best for the Mavericks to get it done. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they would prefer to him to be closer to Grant Williams money. I agree. Then Isaiah Stewart money. um, but again, I was surprised Grant Williams took, took that money.
3: Who? Hoop intellect. I can't rewind it on the court. I saw him in like it looked like I know he was at Summer
0: League or is at Summer League. It looks like him though. Okay,
1: like in the background.
0: Yeah, so like after that, I don't know, they, what, he, I don't know what he looked like. So no, nah, that's not him. It's a guy that looked like him, but that's not him.
1: But yeah, I, when you look at Josh, so I'm looking, I pulled it up now. Mm-hmm. Year over year, minutes increased. Uh, points increased almost double each year so far. Now, I do not expect that trend to continue. No. And from 2.6 to 4.8 to 9.1. I do not expect him to be averaging 17 points this year.
0: That would be insane, actually. Yeah. If he did... Omax would not have a chance to start.
1: If he does. If, if we come, if he come out with FIBA just killing people in, in international play, it's going to be a problem for the Dallas Mavericks.
0: Aussie might.
1: It's going to be a real problem. And again, I'm not going to say that that's going to occur. But we have seen him go on 20-point-per-game stretches in the NBA. So, I... Would bet on him showing improvement again mm-hmm. if he does it for a third straight year, even if it's 11, 12 points, even if it's four or five rebounds, 12 points, five rebounds, three assists, a steal, a game, shooting, Uh I, I believe he's he's been over 50% the last two seasons. So let's say he's a shooting 50-something percent from the field. He's, well, he's 36 and 40 the last two seasons. Let's say he's 38% from three. And... His free throw rate is high. Uh, if he's he's that type of player, you're gonna have to pay him Isaiah Stewart type of money at that point. Yeah, and he's still playing defense like he does. You're gonna have to pay him Isaiah Stewart money at that type of point. And now he may want more. And now another team, young team with money, may be willing to pay him more. Maybe he signs an offer sheet. So rather than put yourself in that position, get the deal done now and and bet on the growth, the, the, the growth that you did not believe in with Jalen Brunson that you saw year over year, just bet on the growth. If you're a small market team, mid market team, you have to, to lock these guys up early rather than risk may having them disgruntled and leaving your program. Keep guys that you have shown you that they're going to continue to get better. Keep them in your program. That's how I feel about it.
0: Learn from the Jalen Brunson situation. If if the Mavericks go into these contract extension talks with Josh Green's camp and Josh Green camp says, hey, uh, we want Grant Williams winning. We want 13 million a year. That's perfect. You take that right away. Don't second guess it. Don't do what you did with Jalen Brunson. Do not do what you did with Jalen Brunson. And what I mean by that is I'm not saying the Mavericks would be fucking contenders if we had cap Jalen Brunson. I think that's idiotic to say. But at least you have that young piece on the team on a contract with some money. And if you want to trade him, you can do that. Yeah. That's perfectly fine. If you want to sign Josh Green and say you signed Josh Green for 13 million and he underperforms this season. Omax takes his spot. He still has a future.
1: I still think that's a tradable contract, too.
0: I still think that's a tradable contract. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. I still think it's a tradable contract. Like. You can still move that contract. So I think it just benefits the team as a whole to get the contract extension done as opposed to waiting. Because if a young team decides to come along and say, hey, we're going to
3: overpay for Josh Green because we're betting on his future. Here's a $20 million offer sheet for three years. Are you matching that if you're the Mavericks?
1: They're going to be looking at themselves feeling stupid.
3: Yeah, because I. they
0: go with them layups again. Um,
1: it looked so goofy, but it went in. So it, gonna,
0: it went in. But uh,
1: I think that, Jelly Walker told him, dunk that shit.
0: I was about to say, down that boy short as hell. Um, <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure Jelly said, dunk that shit.
0: Uh, um, yeah, if I'm the Mavericks, I don't know if I'm signing that offer sheet.
3: Oh, that oh, my
1: God. All right, go, go ahead.
3: <laughs> no, nah,
1: you can't match that because you, you got to pay match Luka, for Josh gotta, Green, and then you're forced to start him if you pay him twenty mil at
0: that. Point. Yeah, and it's uh, twenty million is harder to move than thirteen million. Now, granted, the cap is going up. The way things are going, twenty million may not seem that bad, but still, what has Josh Green shown you to to say, "Hey, I'm a twenty million dollar guy"?
1: And that's the other part of the this Isaiah Stewart contract. If you look at two years out that's that's how i say if somebody signs a four-year contract look at the two-year point from that contract and decide whether or not that's going to be too much money 16 17 mil in two years for josh green again assuming he continues to grow and i get not exponentially like he has these past few years but let's say he goes 11 points a game this year 13 the next year uh, increases the in rebounds and assists still shooting 50, around 50% from the field close to 38 39% from three that's he that's a player well worth 16 million dollars that's a, he's better than Tim Hardaway Jr who's making that money at that point he's, yeah. he's averaging 13 on high efficiency and playing defense like he does that's well worth 16 million dollars
0: i agree uh, so
1: but yeah yeah
0: you just you can't put yourself in a position to where you look stupid again
1: Right. Apparently, I was going to say there was a report today that his camp does want to start negotiations now.
0: That's good. Now, where the money starts, they they always say, "Okay, Jaden Hardy, icy, we gotta." Mm. I was about to say something crazy. Uh,
1: I, you said it without saying it. We,
0: we, you knew what I was about to say.
1: <laughs> it was there.
0: We got one of them on the team. That's all I'm saying oh man we got one i don't know if Kyrie gonna like it but we got one of them on the team
1: i gotta bring i gotta bring this up okay on the topic of josh green money i spent a lot of time
3: uh being upset that the mavs didn't draft
1: uh tyrese maxi Derek desmond Bain.
0: I always heard we Tyrese Maxey and Sadiq Bay. I never, I mean, not, I'm sorry, Desmond Bain and Sadiq Bay. I literally never heard anyone say, "Man, we have Tyrese Maxey."
1: Definitely some Maxey people. I think he was, I never heard it, but okay. Dallas, huh? Isn't he from Dallas? I think so. Yeah. So that's there's. It was. A, it, they were not as loud, but they were there.
0: I mean, the Sadiq Bay people are quiet as fuck right now.
1: They're insanely quiet. Uh, has he gotten his extension? Don't don't think so. Um... Yeah, no, he definitely has not. Um, yeah, he's from Garland, South Garland. So, uh, both of those dudes are looking at max contracts. Would y'all want those dudes on a max contract? Would Absolutely. You Desmond Main, I'm
0: it? sorry, Desmond Main ain't looking at a max contract. That motherfucker has he
1: got his, he got Luka yeah. money. Would you, want to be <laughs> Would you want to be paying Desmond Bain Luka money right now?
0: Desmond Bain ain't even the second best player on his team,
1: and he making that money. They didn't want to have to pay Jalen Brunson, and Jalen Brunson has actually – they want to pay Jalen Brunson half that. Y'all want to pay Desmond Bain 200 mil? Would y'all I'm going to gonna be honest.
0: 20? I'm going to be honest with you. I would rather have Desmond Bain over Josh Green on the Mavericks. Would you rather? But and I don't want that Desmond Bain contract. I don't want that contract. I don't want that contract, brother.
1: Uh, and that's that's where the perspective comes into play.
0: Now, granted, if we had Desmond Bain, we wouldn't have Kyrie. So,
1: mm-hmm. do you you know who Mark Cuban is?
0: You're right. Let's just say, hypothetically speaking, <laughs> we wouldn't have Kyrie's contract. So we will basically basically be replacing Kyrie's contract with Desmond Bain's contract. The Difference is, one is younger, but it's also going to continue to grow. Yeah, So a lot of money. I, 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 that's that would yeah, be an
1: interesting position to be in. That's tough.
0: Also, is, 76ers are like riding hella dick with Tyrese Maxey right now. Like, the reports that no, nah, you can't call about it. I don't care who you call about it. If you're asking for Maxey, hang up the phone. Like, what
1: would you? So, I I just want to reframe the conversation, and that's mm-hmm. all I'm doing right here. The next time y'all talk about Desmond Bain and Tyrese Maxey, consider this perspective of paying them dudes 200 million dollars
0: uh well that's the price you gotta pay for talent
1: man and where that will put us as a team versus maybe after to pay josh 64.
0: oh the grizzlies are cooked
1: that's what they gotta mean.
0: draft well forever now
1: you know where i got where that idea hit me i was listening to uh dwight and sj and they were talking about how fucked the 76ers are because they got to pay tyrese max i was like Sometimes you, you luck into having a solid player That you don't have to pay $200 million yes,
0: That's true that's sure.
1: Versus having a dude that's kind of good That you have to pay $200 million
0: Because <laughs> ain't no way like, Desmond Bain not an all-star Desmond Bain he's a borderline Like they're both technically CJ McCollum they're, Yeah CJ McCollum C. J. C. type C. thing Right But With Desmond Bain has done I'm not going to say 200 million is justified, but I'm like, I get why y'all had to do it. Right. I get why the Sixers have to pay Tyrese Maxey that money,
1: but Tyrese Maxey,
0: don't get it twisted. Tyrese Maxey is talented. I'm not saying there's a big
3: gap between Desmond Bain and Tyrese Maxey because there's not. But 200 mil? That's tough. He' about to be the future because
0: Joel Embiid about to be out of there. I promise.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, and it, for them at least, they have somebody to, to build around. Should
0: if they want, if they want some more young guys,
3: you know,
1: you trade, you go try to get Embiid
3: now. Is that what we doing? You trading Lively and
1: Josh and Omax? You trying to hold on to one? Hell
3: no! Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All three. Hey man, that's tough.
0: That's tough. That's I tough. Mean, they had Jaden Hardy. What
1: are they gonna do with Jaden Hardy and Tyrese Max?
0: They can figure it out.
1: Look like the seven look like uh Washington. Yeah, what's up with what, figure what? it out? I ain't gonna say about But yeah, it's it's an interesting conversation. Um, and again, I bring that up to, to point out the, the money that we're gonna have to pay Josh. 64 million doesn't sound so terrible. We, yeah. When you look at what these other dudes are making In his class And you can even if you think those guys are Astronomically better than he is
0: I really hope Lively And Omax like progress slowly (laughs) Exactly (laughs) Because if they like If Omax and Lively like Get too high before them contract Extensions we gonna be in So much trouble bro We gonna be in so much I hope these guys are like Really good role. I will play both. I'll pay both of them like 15, 16 million. Cool. You know, a matter of fact, in two, three years, the cap might go up. We may have to pay them 18.
3: Right. Damn. But if either one of them acts for Max and
0: they've played well enough to earn it, all this excitement we got got <laughs> it.
1: Again, this is just how you have to think about this Like, the new pop on day one You You gonna have to pay some money Even if they not all star worthy yet If they all star worthy, then fuck it Y'all keep making these fucking Kawhi
0: comparisons If this nigga really turn it, If if he really turn into If he really turn into Kawhi (laughs) This motherfucker too fast Hooks gone Hook's is cooked Let him make an all defensive team Let that happen.
1: It ain't my money, but... Fuck that. Affect, it does affect the way this team is built. <laughs> yeah. That's the way that team has to be built. Yeah. We Yeah. Real we'll process 76ers over here.
0: No, nah.
1: keep getting too much talent. Look, the Thunder, I don't know what the Thunder going to do in a the minute. They about to be. It's about to be crazy over there. Shaw.
3: He got his. Jalen Williams. Chet. Josh Giddy. Who knows what case and while going to be. Somebody about it. Yeah, they're
1: going to have to start consolidating eventually.
0: And I think I know who it might be.
1: But I, again, it makes me appreciate Josh's steady but slow growth.
0: <laughs> because. Maybe Rick Carlisle was a blessing in disguise.
1: Because I believe he's going to get his extension before he gets to the point where it's like he's a guy that people expect to be a starter-type player in this league, for sure. I don't think he's quite there yet, so now is the time to strike because he might prove that he's that guy this year. You don't want to have to be in a negotiation with him after he's proven it. Get
0: that shit done before the season starts. Cause if he goes, if he start hoping in the beginning of the season, they're gonna be like, "Nah, hold up, let's halt these conversations, brother. Like, let's visit this a little later." Now, granted, that could hurt him because he could drop off. But you know,
1: you think he could drop off? What are the chances of drop off versus taking another step? Very low. I would agree. Like,
0: when I say drop off, I just mean like he's playing at a high level to begin the season, and then that drops off.
1: Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Over the course of the season.
0: Yeah. Okay. um, Not him dropping off from last season.
1: Gotcha. So, yeah. Him dropping. Oh, my. Oh, damn. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought he got him. Oh, man. He
0: beat his ass all day.
1: Yeah, he getting. He having a night. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I would say the, the possibility of Josh having a worse season than last year feels very slim. Very, like. I would be genuinely surprised.
0: Like, I know progression isn't linear, but it just doesn't feel like it's going to happen.
1: For him, again, it comes down to how confidently he plays. We've seen him be look like a 15-point-a-game guy for stretches, and we've seen him do absolutely – I ain't going to say nothing because Bullock was doing that. We've yeah. seen him look like a child at times as well. So it's just a matter of what, what part of the scale he's going to be on. I could see him having a pretty similar season. Statistically, but I, I the idea of him like follow, going backward is it would it would shock me. I, I, I'm almost willing to put that on my list for, bet, putting money up that Josh will not have a worse season than he did last year. Almost, I put him at the 11 point. That's on the money sheet.
0: Well, we talked about Josh for long enough, but the Mavs do have one more spot left on the roster that is yet to be filled have been rumors out two free agents left if you listen to the outside the nba podcast last week we gave our top five remaining free agents in the nba as a whole one of those guys that the mavericks have been rumored to be interested in made both of our lists which is kelly Oubre.
3: another player who didn't make either of our lists derek jones jr Who do you think would be a better fit for the team? Now, granted,
0: uh, I want to address this. I'm sorry, I missed this. Uh, There are talks of the Mavericks actually using the MLE, some of the MLE besides Seth Curry, and then using the rest for the last spot and saving the BAE for next year, which I think is a smart move.
1: Which they should do.
0: Yeah, which they should do. I'm pretty sure the rest of that MLE will go to if these interests are indeed true, either Derek Jones Jr. or Kelly Oubre. Um, Initially, even yesterday, I think, when we talked about it on the Outside the NBA podcast, uh, I leaned more towards Kelly Oubre just because I feel like we need that scoring punch off the bench. But the way that position is set up. We already got Seth, Jaden Hardy, Tim Hardaway. Like you don't want to really want to add another guy like Kelly Oubre. Maybe I think
1: Oubre goes into that because I think he's a three-four.
0: I just mean like the type of player.
1: Okay, the the archetype.
0: The, yeah, like,
3: get her off the bench.
0: Yeah. Um, I do like Derek Jones Jr. Uh, and athleticism on this team is always a must. Like I love that we're adding more athleticism to the team. But who do you think – who are you leaning more towards and who do you think is a better fit?
1: So, you know, I was initially Oubre. Um, I got tired of watching Derrick Jones Jr. the past couple years. Same. But after realizing he's not 30, (laughs) he's only 26, after considering the idea that he'd be – if coming to the Mavericks, expected to spot up, cut, and play defense – um
3: the fact that we got excited about Justin Holiday last year
1: I would be more excited about Derek Jones Jr as a guy that's not going to demand minutes first of all um but when he comes in I know what he brings and at 26 there's a potential that he could still be developing some skills um that could help this team it adds we talked about how we only have pretty much uh, Omax and Josh at the three. Um, he gives us another three or another like guy that can defend two through four that uh, has the length to bother people for foul trouble purposes, for injury purposes. It just makes a lot of sense to to go that way. So I wouldn't be mad at that. We know we, they wanted Thibault. This Thibault apparently would have been on the front end. This, this guy would go on the back end or in the middle, depending on how they view OMAX. Uh, so yeah, I, I would be on board for a DJJ. I would accept either one. Uh, I think I lean DJJ right now.
0: I'm with you where I would accept either one. Uh, the timeline definitely would not. I can see the timeline now. I don't want to, like we said it, we don't want to go through the Christian Wood thing again, and y'all would 100% do that shit with Kelly Oubre. Um Derek Jones Jr., I, I do like. Uh, I look at him more as a small power forward, but he can play some three. Uh, I think getting a guy like him, I'm not sure what the money will look like because I don't know how much of the MLE they want to give to Seth. Uh, But getting a guy like that, 26 years old, just starting to enter his prime, still has the athleticism. Um, Let 808s tell it, he's a fantastic cutter. So, I mean, that helps. We need some movement off the ball in this offense. Um, I think I am leaning more towards Derek Jones Jr. And that's com- that's different than what I said in the last 24 hours when outside the NBA. But um, I am leaning more towards uh, Derek Jones Jr. Because I feel like if we get Kelly Oubre, there's more pressure to play him more minutes.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: And I think with Derek Jones Jr., there's less pre- because no one's expecting Derek Jones Jr. to play every game, to right. play once a of minutes. But when you get a guy like Kelly Ubre, it's like, all right, y'all were saying this dude is this good. It's time for him to prove it. He played 20, he averaged 20 points per game last year. Why is he not playing? Like, and when he doesn't, it looks bad. So for us and for Kelly Ubre, I think it's best for us to go after a Derek Jones Jr. And I think getting that lymph and athleticism. I'm um, not saying that's not Kelly Oubre because Kelly Oubre is that too, to be quite honest.
1: I like Oubre's goon activities as well. Yeah. That was another reason I wanted him for goon activities. I wanted him because I know he can score points if we're in a position where people are hurt. And um, the third piece is that I wanted to test my Luka theory that inefficient bucket getters become efficient bucket getters next to Luka Doncic.
0: If he turns Tim Hardaway Jr. and Kelly Oubre into efficient bucket getters, he's a you Like I put him at
1: Spencer Dembry too.
0: Yeah. Damn, I forgot about Spencer Dembry. This
1: will be the third test subject if, if Kelly Oubre showed up. So
0: you see, uh, to... you see, Mobley brought out there hooping, right?
1: Yeah, I think he's already got another two way, doesn't he?
0: Remember, he was on my list. I remember. Yeah.
1: I 21. want us. I want us to use our third two way on a big, but the the pickings have become slim
0: the nuggets i think he's gonna stay with the
1: i think he's already signed a two-way yeah okay if i'm not mistaken
0: yeah um yeah uh i'm leaning more towards derek jones jr i wouldn't be upset at either one but i prefer derek jones jr at this point um and to be honest there's not a lot of guys left worth spending the money on in free agency um I still think Justice Winslow was a nice get, like possibly. But I forgot about Derek Jones Jr. to be completely honest. Uh, and that was
1: on purpose. Oh, <laughs> you saw my shit. initial list, but I took them off. Shout out to Nate Hinton. Oh, uh, that's the dude I couldn't think of. I was doing one of those little, like, you know, the little chart thingy, the three by three square thing joint. I was trying to use him as a. I think he was on the Pacers and the Cavaliers. I had to find somebody, and I was like, "Dang, what's that dude that used to play for the Mavs that uh that was on?" I could. He would have been my guy. Like he would have got me that point two percent.
0: No guy. panda, Hank is loving that. His boy Hooping man. Uh, yeah. Um
1: Those rings are too nice for summer
0: league. They too nice for summer league, bro. <laughs>
1: like,
0: what's going on?
1: They tripping.
0: Um. Vegas looks nice, man. It's hot as hell down there.
1: I bet. Have you been to Vegas?
0: Yeah, I went in twenty. Oh, yeah, I
1: remember. Didn't you record an episode of the Pod? Yep. <laughs> that's
0: that's awesome. when. That's when we first, like, around the time we first started. Because I went in April. Like I took my equi- equipment with me, microphone and everything.
1: Can't believe they let you do that. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, when I told them, I was like, "Yeah, I had to bring my stuff with me. I got to record the podcast." They said all right (laughs) we wasn't even getting paid at that point um good times good times good times good times the struggle days getting out the mud days um yeah i mean unless you have anything else to add that's really all on the topic and all on the podcast
1: okay um we were on here longer than i anticipated
0: yeah um can't believe my battery lasted this long i realized halfway through my charger wasn't plugged up
1: that's i mean is it plugged up now no all right so we playing with fire got it um yeah i don't think i have anything else i want to say on here like you said we uh we did talk about a lot on the the outside the nba pod mm-hmm. uh, so if you're not on the patreon yet you're missing out <clears throat> on our our general nba talk but um on the math side i think that that pretty much covers it we got no summer league after today so we're going to have to start getting creative with the topics we'll definitely come up with some stuff uh, i'll come up with something for next week uh, i don't think i've pitched this yet and i'm let me know if we need to come out of the podcast um the meet the podcasters thing like i'm going to start reaching out to people we're going to start bringing some guests on to talk about the upcoming season things of that nature so we got a gap i think i think i said august 25th was in the first fiba game so we got a month where there's gonna be like nothing happening here so okay. uh, might be the time to strike on, I on some of that stuff time. um I'll, i have something i need to
3: ask you actually after this yeah Pop. okay all right well That does it for
0: this episode of the Mavs Outsides podcast. We will highlight y'all next week.
3: Y'all be easy. Until next time, peace.